Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Methods. And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. What's up? Oh, no. I don't know. Everything? Yeah. Nothing? Yeah. Do you feel totally in control right now? Yes. Totally. Totally grounded, stable, grounded. settled. Yeah. Um, in control. <laughs> like everything's colored within the lines. Yeah, right. You feel that you feel completely accomplished. Organized. Yeah. So nope. No. Yeah. I feel like our best friend bird. Okay, so we got the bird. You know, it is a beautiful bird. It's about <laughs> this big. It's a little head thing. How's this big for people color. listening? Like, okay, is anybody watching this big? This big. His little head is that color. It's like a, it's like a red little tuft. Nice little tuft. Mm-hmm. We've been here podcasting for two years, and it took him about three months to like decide we were his people. And now every single time we podcast, and even when we're not podcasting, just when we're in he here, he lives in the holly tree and rams his head into the <laughs> dining room table. I mean, he's not doing it so hard. He knocks himself out. He just yeah. knocks and no, he flutters goes, back. He goes, I mean, surely pe- 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 he's pe- not up the window. feeling pain. No, but what, and so the metaphor mm. being, and, um, you know, typical afternoon for Lee and I, just boring stuff, you know, meltdown. We had a meltdown a minute ago. <laughs> not we. I was about to say Any, we. That's so sweet of you to own my I was, I was giving you a little bit. She had a moment. So I remember, no, remember so what I was making the point was, mm-hmm. is the little tufted headed red bird that's banging itself into the window has the whole world to fly around <laughs> in. But he continually bangs his head against the same wall. Oh. And there he is, right on cue. Right on time. Yeah. yeah. So we're living in a pretty um, unstable time. Mm-hmm. When was it stable? I forgot. Nope. Mm. Can't think. Can't either. It, you know, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, can't we're recall. stable. So again, don't we get back to what, how, what makes us stable? What, what oh, makes you wait, stable? I think I'm going to You're the only up. one. Do tell. I, no, I'm not stable at all. I, I, no, I, okay. Time out. I'm going to own that I'm stable. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had a lot of stuff thrown at me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I've actually instigated a few things too. Right. Right. And so I, I own it. I'm owning it. Yeah. Okay. And that doesn't mean I'm always going, yeah, I got this. <laughs> it just means, oh God, how am I going to get this? Now this one's coming. Anyway, I hadn't seen that one coming before. But, but you always handle it so well. I didn't always handle it well. Again, I, I think that just takes a lot of uh, age or something. I mean, because Practice. my self-confidence, remember, was w- wickedly low. And so Tell us you about told that. me about- I forgot. I'd like to hear you, your shit. <laughs> Go right ahead. Yeah. Lee just picked up a pencil. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. So um, yeah, stick it pencil. in your um, bun. Ponytail. Your teacher bun. I'm not bun. wearing a bun today. I have a ponytail. No, but it reminds me. Anyway, uh, what was the question you want me to tell you about? How yeah, you were- um, trying to deflect and not talk about your insecurities. Well, no, I, I, um, my insecurities, I don't have a lot of them right now. 
I, I'm very secure in who I am, mm-hmm. even in the parts that I am not sure about what's happening. You know, I'm just <laughs> right, not going to worry right. about it. Insecurities. Right, right. Right. But when I was younger, I was super insecure, afraid to make a move, afraid to speak out, afraid to, you know, show my feelings, afraid of anything that would, you know, make the pond ruffle, ruffle, ruffle. Mm-hmm. Ripple. Yes. No rippling of the pond for me. <laughs> um, except that's a lie too, because I rippled the pond every time I opened my mouth. Exactly. So, and I just kept talking. So then I got used to it. <laughs> you ripple the pond enough, you get used to it, making the waves. And then the waves start to smooth out because it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the one mm-hmm. making the waves. So you can choose to see those as good or bad. Right. I mean, I do know that, you know, my lack of, confrontation, like wanting to confront things that are challenging is a hold back because I do know that once you do, it's never as hard as the anxiety you build worrying about the things you think think that is. It's it's too bad. One of us at least is have some degree in psychology because all we talk about is why is this? (laughs) I'm going to take the jacket off. Go ahead. Why is this weird that I'm, you know, we called this, we're going to call it the naked podcast. We can't anymore because you've decided we need it to film. I still got on my sweaty workout outfit too. So do you, by the way. Oh, I, you win. This is if not. This, were a, this is not a fresh podcast. This is, but that was the beauty. Let's call it the dirty podcast. Of room. okay, yeah. Of a podcast mm-hmm. is you're not on film, but right? We but now decided uh, to put it great. on film, and we have some ideas about that. That's right. But since we don't know quite what we're doing, maybe we shouldn't talk about it yet. Now about let's just what talk we're about do. it because if we can, we're talking about insecurities, right? Number one, you've put me on the mic. Number two, you put me on camera, and so I'm just like spiraling <laughs> in insecurityville. Yeah. Like, well, oh, okay. yay! For 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 uh, for listeners and now viewers <laughs> who don't know Lee yet, you will know her. Uh, she does not like to speak out against authority or pretty much anybody. And <laughs> B, she really doesn't like to be visible, which everything about me and you just, makes you high know. visibility right. and you have to speak out, right? <laughs> pretty so much. aren't you incredible? Look how well you're doing. You've gone, you've gone deeply into your uncomfort zone <laughs> it feels and gotten great. comfortable with being uncomfortable. No, I am not at all comfortable with being uncomfortable. I am a mess, but working Towards gaining some Being a mess means you are making progress. If you weren't a mess, you would just be happy and silly and, oh, life is good. There's no problems. I'll take it. No, no, no. That's (laughs) no fun. You got to get the ripples going, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've done that. Cannonball. Yeah, you did. You did a cannonball into the pond. Roll. You did. Yeah, when you talk about ripples on a pond, I'm like, no, that's like for losers. You are jumping off the high dive. I'm good at diving into the ocean that's right. doing a tsunami. That's your more's more. Yeah. Analogy. Yeah. If uh, Since we have it on video now, if they can see all the way back there, my book that literally on top of the table says <laughs> more is more. That's a coffee table book about in. It, Interior it's about, design. It, yeah, it's about interior design. I can't remember the, the person that did it. I got it at Capital One. I remember I was in Capital at an event mm-hmm. and I, I was with Clary and they had these great books. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want them too. And there was just two of them. And I checked out and it was $500. <laughs> I was like, holy cow. I guess I should have asked. Literally be like, you know, 50, more. you know, or I don't know. I didn't know what they would be. I didn't uh, know it'd be $500. More is more. So they, therefore they pay have, more. They have a prominent place in my house. 
And it more is more means beautifully what that costs. So there it is. There it is. But that is your MO. It's one of my, you know, you have mantras and then you have lesser mantras and then you have the kind of grounds mantras. That's mm-hmm. one of mine. More is more. It's a ground mantra. <laughs> I think that resonates pretty frequently in our lexicon yeah. of the, yeah. the way you yeah. move. Operate. And I'm pretty much like, just less is less. Fall less is more. into line. Leah's, I'm going to fall into line. That's why I get such a kick out of, uh, you know, people go, how is it y'all are together? Lee's like a rule follower. And I'm like, what rule? That rule? Uh, uh-huh. I mean, yeah. Rules are made to break, right? No. Well, I think they are. I <laughs> no, think I they know. are. And let's see, you know. I know. We balance each other out. That's exactly right. Yeah. Do you think uh, that's a good, that's a good format for uh, marriages and relationships? Balancing people Mm -hmm. out. So instead of like looking at your partner and going, wow, you're just like too much. Or I look at you and like, you need to come out, Lee. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you did come out. <laughs> you okay, came way I'll come out. out. Then just kind of appreciating the differences in each other. Yes. Good Lord, if we were all the same, we'd be so bored. I mean. You're definitely entertaining. Thanks. So are you. I am? <laughs> yes, you are. In what way? Well, it's always a stunning uh, when you kind of get insecure and uh-huh. you kind of lose your shit. Uh-huh. You, it's it's entertaining in a way because oh, you, because so you you've seemed like you have really you're mm. you're very cool about life and you've mm-hmm. seemed very organized. You're like I have no organization. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know anything that's going to happen in the next 24 hours. I'm like yeah. you have a list. I've seen it. Right. And today the list seemed too big. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. But how are you feeling now? Because we've like had a- We've cathartic. We cathartic. We cathartic? That Is should that a be word? a word if it's not. <laughs> cathartic should be. We had a cathartic moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was two, was it two big things? It was a lot of little things that mm-hmm. when I got to the bottom of it, I said, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Well, you need a friend or a partner or- a therapist mm-hmm. to, to help you get down to the common denominator right. of what is it? I mean, again, we've said this before on the podcast, you got to name it. Mm-hmm. You were like, I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, well, so I have to decide, am I going to be your best friend, your lover mm-hmm. or your boss? Mm-hmm. Right. When That's we have a these discussions. Yeah. So I have to, I'm tr- I'm negotiating with myself. Where am I going to listen from? And then you said something about work. So I had to then go into the work thing. Mm-hmm. But you, then you're like, but I needed you to be partner. But in you that. needed that. That's and I right. was like, wow, okay, this is confusing. So right. I, we did okay, but oh, for mean, sure it took some time. <laughs> Very valuable. Your time. No, I'm just good. Well, one thing, and I want to talk about it is, you know, the scare and the fear recently, was it this week that you said to me something about being old again? Well, Life is uncertain. Right. And, you know, you don't know when your day, when your time is done. That's right. I just, I was, I I like to think about, you know, how do I feel about my life so far? Mm -hmm. If I died today, would I be pleased Mm -hmm. with how it's, how it's going, Mm -hmm. how it's gone? And I think those are really worthwhile things to talk, think about when you're young or old. It just so happens people that have lived longer and are, you know, is my age or I think any age really kind of think about it the older you get. Am I pleased with what I've done? Should I change something I'm doing? Uh, am I am I good enough to my people I want to be good to? Am I good enough to myself? 
You know, I did a podcast, not a podcast. I did that thing with uh, St. Jude last right. Sunday. And they you, had, you spoke at an engagement for the leaders in their high school community. Right. About more or less self-care. Right. Well, it, their, their, their theme was finding your true self. Mm-hmm. And St. Jude just is so incredibly uh, proactive in taking not only physical care of people, but mental, emotional. And, and it was, you know, these are some really smart high school people that are trying to do really good things in the community. And so, but when you're like 15, 13, 14, 15, 16, you sometimes are like, you've got your list. And you've got your, I've got to achieve, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. But I'm saying to all those high achieving people, especially young people that really haven't got a sense of groundedness yet and who they really are, is you've got to put yourself first. And we had a metaphor of rocks in a jar and then pebbles around those rocks. And so my point to them was the, the rocks in the jar were the most important things in your life. You know, your family, your friends, your... Mm -hmm. My point was their biggest rock, their, their bottom rock, the one that holds the jar in place has got to be their love for themselves, Mm. their appreciation of themselves, putting themselves before others in order to be their best selves for those other people that really and truly need them. And in their case, parents, friends, right. Things like that. I think that's an analogy that holds true for any age and stage. Mm-hmm. It does. And I think that's, that's important. And, and kind of to loop back about where'd we go with this was what I was saying is, you know, that triggered me when you said that really mm-hmm. about limited time, death, even, and I kind of broke down and sobbed, um, in conjunction with the, the timing of, you know, I think a lot of people know there's a, 13 year old in our community who tragically died and my mm-hmm. daughter is in his class. Um, and so just holding on to that mm-hmm. all week has been really hard and not even being a part of that family or to know them well. I think, you know, mm-hmm. people just see that that could be any of us at any point yeah. and how horrific that well, is. And yeah. so that was giving me a whole lot of, you know, there's my chair moving anxiety, kind of background fear and worry, just thinking about the most important people in my life. And what if I didn't have them? Worry. And it made the, the day to day seem a little more yeah. challenging. Right. So on that day you die, you're not going to be, I hope, I, I think we're going to be worried, not worried, remembering the the people we love and mm-hmm. the things that that we've done or the the places the feelings we've had with those people, mm-hmm. not if we got our list done or exactly. if we accomplished we made a straight A's and uh, you know of course if we got into a certain college you know mm-hmm. if I got a certain promotion at work um, every age gets that sadly and yeah. it's hard every age gets that reminder and these young people got that this week. Mm-hmm. And you look at the world situation and you see people dying and, you know, COVID has brought us that and now possible conflicts all, you know, in the world, in the world, bring us that knowledge again. And we always like to think, well, they're over there doing that. Sure. That doesn't affect me. That doesn't affect me. Uh, 100%. I, I, I had a client one time, well-known woman in Charlotte, husband was very well-known mm-hmm. and, I just remember going to her house and just, she was always, I was so 
she's judge. And I, I was, I just thought she was the most amazing woman I've ever met. Mm-hmm. One of them, you know, I might be her personal trainer, but she was just wisdom and she's much yeah. older than me and just, you know, cracking jokes and whiz, wise cracks all the time. I remember her husband died quickly, suddenly, and they were both quite old. Um, but that didn't make it okay. Right. You know, you didn't right. go, oh, well, but he got to be, you know, 80 years old or something. Right. She just looked at me with tears in her eyes, like a five-year-old and said, life can turn on a dime. Mm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it can. And she goes, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I, for some reason I thought she was Yoda. You know, she would just go, exactly. and now we're good, you uh-huh. know, and, you know, uh-huh. but, and, and I think that's really important that we're, we, we honor death and we honor separation for people. And for God's sake, we never say it was time for them to go or the angels called them or God called them to their sides. There's all those things that sometimes we say to people when people die, mm. it's just tragic, right? It's hard, even if you're ready. I mean, my daughter, my, my uh, mother died after two years of the kind of illness you really want people to go ahead and pass on to the next sure. side. And it was like, it was a fresh wound. So anyway, right. Death is part of life that we just exactly helps us appreciate it. Right. Human thing that happens. But and we wouldn't know the great life exactly. if we weren't conscious of the fact that it is going to be over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's sort of like, if you can't, if you don't know pain, you can't know joy. If you don't know death, you can't know life. Right. So. Right. Yeah. And it's what impact will we have? Mm-hmm. So the way we choose to live and react. And so that perspective is, you know, hard, but always works. But I was also thinking about me and you, mm-hmm. because you were, you were having hard, let's just face it. You melted down a while ago. Sure did. <laughs> yes, you did. But then I had to remind you, just like I have to remind me, myself, talking to myself, look how well you've done. You know, you did that thing that nobody said you would ever be able to do. Mm -hmm. You got out of a relationship that was toxic for you Mm -hmm. and toxic you felt for the people around you. And so you chose with all kinds of courage because no one thought it was a good idea to do it. You're the only one that thought it was a good idea. Mm So that took an enormous amount of courage and the ripple effect from that has been the decisions you've made that we've got to always go back and go, I just wish I was more along the road of, you know, uh, making decisions out of courage and not fear, fear. but go back in your life and see where you've actually made those decisions out of courage. And then you go, Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. You're reminded you can. That took some courage to walk out of that fourth grade class after that person said that to me. Mm -hmm. Literally, you Mm -hmm. can go back to all those small courages that you had and acknowledge them and go, that's where you are. That's where you got, you got yourself today. So I'm really proud of you. And your, your personality is to be to wear it really outwardly. You don't really yeah. have a shell. <laughs> Heart on sleeve go. Heart on sleeve go. Just, just, which is crack it with me, a hammer. Good luck. Which is to me a superpower uh, in some ways, you know? Well, it is. I it mean, really is. It is who I am. And so sensitivity comes with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you learn every time what you're going to do with it and how you're going to handle it and react. I mean, we know this. Mm-hmm. We just get... Thankfully, more chances to mess up and 
But you help me to understand some other people in my life or mm-hmm. clients that come our way. Right. Um, cause not everybody is like me and not everybody's like you and not as a, you know, nobody's alike. That's what we always say at Hilliard Studio Method. We're like, thank God we're not all alike. Our bodies are different. We work out differently. Exactly. We, our bodies change differently and, you know, depending React, on what we do. Yeah. So, and that we're the same way emotionally. And, so um, true. I love that you give me the perspective that sometimes I can say a, a word that I think is harmless. Yeah. <laughs> And you'll go, that was cruel. And I'll go, like, what? what? Really? That was just. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> so. But thank you for listening. Yeah. Well, you know, and thanks for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, we should just say Ooh. we're psychologists or at least we need to, one of these days, get a psychologist on this podcast. Uh, we should. Yeah. I mean, they I'd would probably have a fired. field day with us. Right. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, I don't know anybody up for that one, but yeah. go for it. Yeah. No, I think we're pretty easy to understand. Well, we are an open book. Yeah. And that's the other thing I was Which being is good. interviewed by somebody the other day. And she goes, are there any questions that you prefer me not to ask you? And I'm like, are oh, you wow. kidding me? <laughs> I am an open book. Literally. No, but are there? What? Any questions you wouldn't want? Mm. Let's make sure you're open. <laughs> okay. Ask me a question. Oh God, I, I, can't think of, per- right. I can't think of anything I wouldn't, I mean, no, I wouldn't talk about anything personally about other people. Sure. Now about me, All day. I'm an open book. Uh-huh. But you ask me about a relationship with someone, I'm not going to talk about that. Right. Now right. that is not going to, because that's not that's my not business, cool. right? That's mm-hmm. a business between you and another person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so therefore we, I don't talk about you and me unless we both are in concert together and say, yes, we are going to talk about that. I like that. Which is why I keep wanting to do a sex podcast. Well, we could go right now. Look at you. <laughs> See? Courageous. Look at you. That was, that, that was, was good. That, that was, was that good? That was, was brand like that? new. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really I didn't start with no. No, you didn't. Well, you, first of all, you didn't start with the eye roll or the, oh my God, you did I'm not so just say embarrassed. that. Yeah. Pollyanna does not talk about sex. Pollyanna doesn't have sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> so sex is a right good ahead. one. Well, so, no. Speaking of open book. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Great. So I think what we got to do is set it. the parameters. Okay. So maybe there is something there. You have to set the parameters around talking about sexuality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As in sex. Right. Okay. First of all, it's hard to go PG on sex, right? <laughs> I think all children, I've said this before, should be very conscious about how sex is done. Sex between two human consenting, consenting adults, right. no matter who they are, should right. be discussed openly. Right. But not everybody feels that way. True. And uh, and since I've got a 10-year-old granddaughter that could, that could possibly, she has access to being able to listen to these things. I got to remember that. That's good. Yeah. Well, instead of sex, should you talk about sexuality? Sexuality is always a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go. Um, what, how would you define your sexuality? For me personally? Yep. Ah, uh, well, okay. My sexuality, I am a <laughs> heterosexual homosexual. I like it. <laughs> um, um, I guess I am too. Okay. Don't we, don't do we, we like, feel the same do we way? like queer? Not really. It's because I grew up with that being a very negative connotation, but now I'm hearing that a lot. Right. Like I'm queer. Well, queer actually is a good word because it doesn't pigeonhole you anywhere. 
because pigeonholes in my mind as an outsider, like you're pigeonholed as an outsider. Well, does that make sense? But I feel like everybody, it's more of the lexicon of it than the, I think I've used that word twice today. I like that word. You're very, you're acting very smart when you say lexicon. mm -hmm. Then the true meaning feeling of it. It's just like the word itself feels like that is an outsider okay. word. So let's sense? come up with a word that explains that you are a heterosexual, homosexual woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go. That, I mean, I'm a human with those. Mm-hmm. Right. Are you a pan? Okay. There, there are a lot of words for okay, these okay. things. There are pansexuality. And, and again, I really wish I had a dictionary in front of me because I'm not that, you know. We're not fact I'm sure you're going to Google it, right? Oh, I've, But 100%. there's pan, there's all, and that just means having sex with literally anyone. But we're not. But, and then there's the whole sexuality about, oh, we have sex with each other, but we also have sex with other people and we're okay with it. I don't think you and I are that. Is that polygamy? Pansexual means not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological, sex, gender, or gender identity. Okay, then that's me. Is it? What was that I list? think so. Our gender identity. Okay. Right. I mean, I just don't have a judgment on it, I don't think. So that might be close. I might be wrong. Again, we need an expert on this one too. But do we? I mean, yeah. I get it in two ways. I always feel like this, that it's nice for people to have a way to identify themselves as it relates mm-hmm. to sexuality. Why? That there's a place for everyone. Right. Right. Yeah. That you're, right. you can say, this is how I identify yeah. and feel proud about that and feel accepted for that. Exactly. And it's like having brown hair or blue mm-hmm. eyes that it just is a categorization yeah. really. Um, on the other hand, I think because we're all human to the point where, why does it even matter? Like, why do we have to have those terms if we're loving and caring about people? Especially for us having been in heterosexual relationships, we're in a homosexual relationship, but that doesn't carry on throughout my life. Correct. So that's why I feel personally that way, that I wouldn't have been necessarily a homosexual 15 years ago Mm -hmm. by choice. It was by you. You're a human sexual. Yes. That's what I think we are. I think mm-hmm. we all are human sexuals. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, and, uh, 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 I mean, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to figure it out because you can identify one moment as a lesbian and the next moment is not right. And it's, I think, I think, I don't know what I think. I think that, yeah. I think that that's an interesting thing. And I think there's a respect that needs to be made. And I understand the LBGQT say it again, four mm-hmm. times uh, movement that really needs some respect and identification. Exactly. That being said, I don't, I don't even feel comfortable being in all that or do I? It's a great question. Yeah. I mean, I don't know because I think we met each other. Go ahead. I kind of want to fly the flag for heterosexual too in the pride movement. Exactly. Let's all give everybody that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am identifying these days as homosexual, meaning I am in a same sex relationship, but everybody has a seat at the table. Yes. It's like, which makes us all queer. (laughs) Right. And just like the hubbub over 
Black Lives Black Lives Matter, right? That movement was to bring attention to a marginalized group. It wasn't to say that other lives don't matter. I don't think you should even open that Pandora box. Well, I, I feel the same way about LGBTQ. There is a marginalized historically groups that you're exactly. trying to promote LGBTQ rights mm -hmm. because they are human rights, not discredit right. heterosexual rights. Right, right. And so therefore I retract my statement I okay. said about bringing the heterosexuals to the table because they have always owned the table. Right. And so the queer community, I'm going to call it that because okay. that really encompasses everybody, literally, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. is not uh, heterosexual. Mm -hmm. um, they haven't been heard. Just like black Lives matter. They have not been heard. You don't have to have an opinion on that. You can if you want to, but it's historically a fact that they needed, they still need to this day to have equal, equal say and, and equal pay and equal respect. And they, yep. they haven't. And so that was a needed thing. The That's pride right. movement is a needed thing That's too. Right. And, it, and it almost says like, well, I'm coming from a white perspective, not to respect the Black Lives Matter. Yep. Right. Right. And so for us, we are, air quotes, in LGBTQ mm -hmm. community. Yes, we are. But I'm kind of proud. Yes. I'm going to get, I've got the flag upstairs. <laughs> wait, I'm going to start flying. Hang on. Okay, sorry. Okay. But, but, <laughs> but because prior to this specific relationship, we were white heterosexual women mm. who- Talking about privilege. Exactly. <laughs> it feels- like, oh, we don't get to claim LGBTQ because like yeah. we're cruising, yeah. right? Like yeah. we haven't been, well, we have, no, but, but to we our haven't. faces truly ostracized or bullied. Like we're not old school lesbians. The old school lesbians that never did anything but be a lesbian. Right. They, now they had some trouble. They had people looking down on them, thinking they were less, thinking they were bad, thinking they were going to hell. Gay, either, anyone, trans, yeah. all of it. Yeah. And so because we've stumbled upon this yeah. later in lives. Yeah. We are already privileged of, of coming from the white. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure. heterosexual life. Our situation's blown people's minds, but it's hopefully different. Yeah. Right? I mean, really it's time for minds to be blown and people right. to see different things. But I think that's why I don't necessarily feel like I have to like claim it because it feels like, like I'm taking it. You know, it's interesting. I want to go to the Charlotte pride parade. I want okay. to be involved in that, but I'm embarrassed because I don't think I'm worthy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't exactly. think we're worthy because we're not, we but haven't we done are. the work. I right. mean, you know, but now, but it's never too late. And so right. I think that's, that's the point. Yeah. If we haven't been necessarily marginalized yeah. and then to support a group that is right. helps bring awareness. I'm not saying that we make some well, change. In the last three years we've been marginalized, but that's nothing in comparison to being a 13 year old going to middle school and having people call mm -hmm. you fag mm -hmm. and all those things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or putting you down or bullying you because of your sexual identity mm -hmm. or trans trans is a new one that people are just like, no, we just aren't going to have that. And it, we are going to have that because you know why it's there. You can say, Oh, well, we're not going to have that. It's there. <laughs> right. That's like saying, Oh, I don't, we're not having any, uh, red people. They're there, you know, you just, you have to acknowledge what's what.
And the other thing I'm tired about, by the way, do tell, do tell is people (laughs) telling me what I should like and not like and accept and not accept. Yikes. Hello, religion. I'm not going to go after them. I've gone after them in almost every podcast we've ever done. Pretty much. I was waiting for that. They need to shut up about who we are going to allow in our spaces and who we're not. And I'll say no more about that. Okay, great. Um, okay, back to, I was, I think I was interrupting you. We were talking about your flag. Oh, we do. Okay. So you and I went to Portland, Maine. Okay. Yeah. Hello, gay capital of the world. <laughs> I love Portland, Maine so much. It was so much fun. It was in the fall and it was already getting cold. And of course it was still COVID and we were all masked up, but everybody was smoking pot and gay. Um, Cause it's legal there, right? <laughs> Both <laughs> are legal. Yeah, I know. Um, and so, you know, just to get into the spirit of the things, I bought like a hat that says something about if you're not high, you're not having a good day or something. I don't know, just to be, you know, just to get into it. <laughs> and then I, but mainly I bought this ginormous pride flag, the rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. And it's up in the bedroom hanging on. <laughs> just yeah. like, it's the size of this, this room. dining room table. It's so big. I didn't Where know when I bought put that. And so I, I, I thought about putting it on the golf course, but I'm not going to do it. That would just be way over the top. Um, yeah. but anyway, we don't know. We've if, got that. If anyone needs one, <laughs> if we get the courage to go to the pride the gate it. in August, Okay. We might go. And I mean, I feel like we're going to have to go with a little bit of humble humility, you know, like here we are. Here we are. We're trying to do this well. I'm sure we'll mess it up. That's the point. I mean, (laughs) is there a right or wrong way as long as you're trying? I don't know. Show support. I just don't want to act like I know what I'm doing because I don't. You know, I'm still trying to get the hang of this whole, I cannot, you know, it's hard. What are you trying to get the hang of? Well, you know, I like identifying the as, the, oh. as the heterosexual I like lesbian. just being like one. Heterosexual, homosexual. Right. HH. Let's call ourselves the HH. HH. Yeah. Heterosexual, <gasps> homosexual. <gasps> so anyway, that's okay. our goal. That's one of our goals today. Well, so to we had to the, pride the pride. listeners to just ask, what the hell do you call us behind our back? <laughs> get to the bottom of it. Uh, I'm sure all kinds of things. Mm, mm-hmm. That's all right. I'm cool. I'm good too. I'm good to <laughs> go. No matter what we are. Just trying to be good people, right? That's leaving right. That impact. Just leaving the best <sighs> behind. I mean, you know, when the, the day we die, we're, we're, are we going to be proud? Literally, like you had a few puns. That's going to be the flag that drapes over my coffin. That Are is you? not a coffin. Oh my God, we got to tell them what we talked about at dinner two nights ago. You said at your funeral, you want to have an, a closed, closed open casket and an open bar. Closed cast. No. Close coffin, coffin, open, open bar. bar. So we decided because we want to be cremated and we were trying to decide where we'd be cremated. So even though I'm not going to be in a casket per se, I said, let's just, you, let's get one anyway, and then have the funeral where it's super sad. I mean, I want it super sad. I even got the great music and then the best party ever. So, we, so we call the invitations, close coffin, open bar, meaning as soon as the funeral's open and it's going to be a closed casket anyway, you just line up the vodka and tequila and all the stuff on top of the, the mm-hmm. casket mm-hmm. and you open the bar. I'm glad you have a healthy relationship with your death. Yeah, no. Just look at it this way. I I think it's a great idea. You use the term invitation. Well, yeah. I've got to do invitations for your funeral. (laughs) Like I did for your birthday that were so cool. That's true. That's true. That's true. So anywho, um, I think that kind of wraps us up today with death and 
and meltdowns and, and the get, bird. Yeah. And what, pride. What's, what's the takeaway here? If you're a little bird and have the whole world in which to fly and you keep slamming your head against the same window, you might choose a different path. Turn around. There's a whole world in front of you. However, I mean, don't we like him? Like if he left, wouldn't we be wondering and No, sad? I would be really happy for him. Like, it's sort of like if you oh, die- I will know that you have flown off into the heavens and are, you know, infinity. I would like to see some freedom in his life. He is really locked into banging his head on this window. Got it. Just saying. Got it. More is more. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. Oh, God. Well, I think I feel better than I did an you hour ago. You look amazing. Do I? Yes. So glad we filmed this. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. You look pretty. Till next time. Sweaty. Time for a shower. Love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom, as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to HilliardStudioMethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast.